You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. So the question comes up, what's the difference between a post-bac program and maybe a master's program, master's of science in biomedical sciences? What's that difference? If you're a student who's struggled in your undergrad classes, or maybe you didn't struggle in your undergrad classes, but you majored in something completely random like history, and you never took any science courses, and now you need science courses, how do you determine what's the best path forward versus a quote-unquote post-bac program or a special master's program, even though it's not a special master's program, a master's of sciences in biomedical sciences, right? You can go get a master's and do that. And then there are things called special master's programs, and we can dig into SMPs a little bit later. So what's the difference? And, and really the core of that question, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, right? I always, I always have to read into what the questions mean. And the core of that question is, which one will help me get into medical school? That's, that's the core of the question. Which one will prove to the admissions committees that I can handle the coursework, that I'm a good enough student? Is a post-bac program good enough, or does it have to be this master's program in biomedical sciences or master's program in microbiology or whatever it is, go do a master's in some sort of hard science? Now, master's in public health, I wouldn't consider a hard science, and I'll leave that out of the discussion for today. So what's the difference? Well, the difference is one is a master's degree and one isn't. Postback programs historically are programs affiliated either separately from an institution, right? There's a lot of private postback programs out there now, or they're just part of the university. Like here where I'm at, the University of Colorado Boulder, they have a postback program at the undergrad campus. The postback program are for non-traditional students who are looking to uh, improve their grades or are switching from another career, and so they need to take all the sciences. At the core of a postback program or a master's program, they they both do the same thing. At their core, they're both there to help improve or add to for the first time your science GPA. That's what they're there for. They are there to help you prove to yourself and to the admissions committees that you can handle the science coursework in medical school. Guess what? Medical school is hard. There are a lot of sciences. And if you can't get a good science GPA, then you haven't proven to yourself or to the admissions committee that you can handle the coursework when they accept you to their class. And it's the last thing that they want to do to accept a student who is not going to finish school. So you don't want to do that. So how do you choose between a master's program and a post-bac program? There are a couple things to think about. Number one, let's talk about finances. A master's program, because it's a master's program, it's a degree program, you can get federal financial aid for that. Postback programs, a lot of postback programs, because they are not degree programs, you don't get a degree at the end, 
And some of the programs you get a certificate, but the certificate these days might not qualify itself for financial aid. You'll have to just do your research and, and follow up with them. So if you go to a, a postback program, you might not be able to get federal financial aid for that. And that would leave you open to needing to get private loans. And private loans are to be avoided at all costs. Private loans are not very flexible in terms of if you have any problems in the future, they, are, they don't care about them. When you get federal loans as a student, as you're going through this training, medical school and then residency, they are very flexible with how you pay back the loans. And so you have a lot more leeway if there's any issues that come up. And so as you are looking at these different options, think about federal versus private loans. That's one thing to think about. The other thing to think about is just schedule. Do you need to do a formal postback versus a do-it-yourself postback? And we can dig into those a lot later as well. You don't have to do a formal postback. You don't need to go to a school like Bryn Mawr or Goucher or Columbia or here, University of Colorado, their postback program. Postback programs, formal postback programs are super expensive. You can do a do-it-yourself postback and just pick and choose classes as an undergrad. One of the tricks to do that, it's, it's, not, it's not the most kosher thing to do, is but you just say, hey, look, I want a second degree. And you go and you apply as a, as a degree-seeking student, and then you just don't finish the degree. It happens. People do it. So it's, it's an option. A master's program is going to give you a master's degree. And a lot of people will choose the master's degree because it's the safer, quote-unquote, safer bet. Right? You have a master's degree now, and just in case, that whole plan B thing, just in case medicine doesn't work out, now you have a master's degree to lean back on. A lot of these master's programs, a master's in biomedical sciences, a master's in forensic uh, sciences or forensic pathology uh, are some other ones I've heard. A lot of them are just, they're post programs, just kind of wrapped in a pretty exterior of a master's program. So they're just there to, to help you improve your sciences, prepare you for the MCAT, get you ready for medical school. And that's what an SMP does as well. SMP, again, completely different. We'll talk about that at a different time. At the end of the day, there's really no big difference between a post program and a master's degree to do as a post one of the biggest differences is on your application, a post-bac program typically are undergrad level courses and they help you increase your undergrad GPA. If you have a poor undergrad GPA and you go and take master's courses, your undergrad GPA <clears throat> is gonna look terrible. And hopefully you have a good master's program, a master's GPA to improve on that. Just to say, look, 2.9, 3.9, right? Huge difference. If you have a 2.9 and a 3.1 for your master's, not a big difference. And you're, not, you're not, probably not going to get in with that sort of difference. If you do your post back, then all of a sudden you have your 2.9 and 
and you crush it with a 3738 postback GPA, that GPA will get added into your 2.9 GPA and hopefully bring you up above a 3.0. So there's lots of games with GPAs and calculating all of that to figure out what may be best for you. So that's something to think about. And there's that whole 3.0, that mysterious 3.0 GPA cutoff. If you're struggling GPA-wise from your undergrad, it may behoove you to do more of a post-back uh, a regular postback where your undergrad courses are going to uh, be included, your postback courses are going to be included in your undergrad GPA to maybe boost you up over that 3.0 threshold. So at the end of the day, again, it doesn't really matter. The goal for any of these is to crush them as best as you can. Do not, do not, do not go into this process with a poor GPA from undergrad and continue the same mistakes that you make in a master's program or in a normal post-bac program or even a do-it-yourself program. All you're doing is proving that you can't handle the coursework, period. That's the last thing that you want to do. So go into these programs ready to crush it as best as you can a 4.0. You get some B pluses in there, great. Many A's as you can. That's the goal. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram as well on Medical School HQ.